0: Hello, welcome to the bob podcast. I'm your host, Ray Squared, a.k.a. Ray. Uh, with me today is Josh. What's up? Desmond.
1: This is Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the <laughs> Citadel.
0: Okay, um, filling in for Benny this week is Greg. How are you doing? <laughs> he has his own podcast now called The Game on Radio. Check it out. Thank you. For that. <laughs> okay, um moving on to what we're playing. Um Josh, why don't you start it off for
2: us? Uh well, i am still working on Mass Effect. Uh again for the third time. Um was just playing that now. Uh and of course, I got my copy of Little Big Planet 2, the collector's edition on Tuesday when it came out and I've already beaten the game, aced all the levels, but I've been trying to get the Aces and spades trophy, and that has been kicking my ass okay, um do you recommend it for anybody? Oh yeah, of course if if you like the first one you you'll like this one it's basically it's more of the same uh actually i I did like the first one better because uh two has like it's a lot more gadgets, you got grappling hook, and you've got all kinds of little things that you run around on. There are some things that were definitely. Improved, but I kind of like the the more freeform stuff of the first one, where the gadgets were minimized and it was your actual platform ability, not your ability to use these gadgets.
3: Well, it it seems like they've got more direction this time around because uh, it's it's less like the motivation doesn't have to come completely from within. You also got uh, the the shooter levels, which I I think is pretty exciting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I meant. That's that's stuff that they imp- improved on, but those aren't platforming at all. So that's getting away from the the core of what the game's about.
4: Hey,
2: mm. I have no problem with it. I'm just saying it's still more gadgets. So have you And tried- I I like it. I I love the game. I mean, but it's just Little Big Planet. The first one, that's I've already said, that's one of my top five games of this generation. So to say that Little Big Planet two doesn't isn't as good isn't. Really slamming it or anything? So have you tried out the
0: multiplayer yet?
2: Uh, no. I I'm gonna just assume it's basically the same as the first Little Big Planet, which I love. It's <laughs> one of the best multiplayers that you can have. Drop in and out anytime you want, basically, or drop out anytime you want. The levels do close off after a certain point, but you can have as many uh, online or offline players, any combination. So up to four, obviously. So, I mean, okay. I'm thinking nothing's changed there, so. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah they added some new tools that you can create, so I'm. All right, yeah, the, that's, uh, I wasn't thinking that as far as multiplayer, but yeah. I, I haven't tried many of the uh, created levels yet. Uh, I played like three or four of them because I have been working on the game a lot, and I was kind of busy yesterday with uh, helping my brother move. Well, I
0: find it I find it hard that people actually still play the single player for that game first, because I find the single player as a tutorial, and people usually skip tutorials, and get down to the nitty gritty with the um, multiplayer.
2: Oh no, not not at all. I I, uh, I would always play the single player first. I pretty much any game. I never jump into the uh, the multiplayer until after i played through the single player. And I mean, you really get. <laughs> And it gives you the best idea of what changes that they've made in the game. And that's, that's why I think they added all the gadgets to the single player is so people can use them in multiplayer. It would make no sense for them to have it in multiplayer and not in single player because it's like you'd be like, where the hell did this come from? I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do with it kind of thing. But, yeah, it is still kind of like a t- t- tutorial for that part, but it's still really fun.
1: Okay. You still kept all your, did you still keep all your stuff from a little bit plan of one into two?
2: Yep. Okay. Everything. Is there anything else you playing? Uh that was it actually. Just two games this week.
0: Wow. Okay, man. Um Desmond, what you playing, man?
1: Oh come on. Same thing like last week. DCU. <laughs> <laughs> How's
0: that treating you?
1: Uh right now, um, I've been talking with a lot of people on that game and it's more worth it if you play with um other people. And um I did get to a certain point where multiplayer is for DCU is a must because the uh it's like the, it's like di- a difficulty jump It's when you hit to a certain when you hit a certain level. And I have played MMOs before where when you get to a certain point in your level, you do need to start working with people because your mission starts getting hot or harder. As you go along so just pretty much by this point where I'm at almost at the I'm almost at the level cap where I'm gonna start um, I have to start working with other people on the game so for the past like two weeks I've been on my own playing this game mm-hmm.
0: well um, do you think the press the price is justified for the game 15 dollars a
1: month it sucks that PS3 users don't get P- um uh, what the PC is going to get $200 for a lifetime membership. I think Sony needs to work on that.
3: Uh, um, the, the reason that they don't have that right now is because the wallet constraints on the PlayStation network. It you know, it's not a, I know, a
1: matter I uh, 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 I think of it goes point. up to 150. Mhm. If I remember. So I, I know that. It's just they need that's what I'm just saying. They need to work on that. Mm-hmm. That's what Sony needs to do. But um if you can cop a PlayStation Network, a $20 PlayStation Network, I mean, excuse me, sorry. If you can cop a $100 PlayStation Network card and just store it on your PSN and you won't, so pretty much you won't have to worry about paying each month, but yeah, I think, I honestly wholeheartedly believe it is, DCU is worth every penny. It's fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the updates and add-ons that may come later down the road for this game. I'm st- I'm gonna keep on bitching until the day I can I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, until the day I can become a Greenlander member. Cause I mean I I, I want I'm I already played a level where I see Greenlanders are flying around fighting Sinestro core members. I want to do that. That's why I haven't picked that's why I haven't picked a flyer on this game. Cause I cause I get pissed because I can't. Do the the things that Green Lantern could do. I don't want to be like a Superman esque character. I want to be a Green Lantern s character, or at least let me have him as my mentor instead of Batman. So Hmm. I'm gonna keep on bitching until Sony or somebody hears this and then they finally do something about it. Fucking people.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine they won't add more mentors over time because like three is pretty limited and nobody likes Cirque anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, I have I don't have a problem with the I think. The men, like you said, I think the mentors for DC should be like. If this is a DC Universe game, the title should have, like, the game should have done what the title says. We're in the DC Universe. We should be able to go to different places, not through um, mission alerts, but just to go there anyway. I don't care if we have to go through there through the main point, which is the Watchtower, to teleport to different places. It's just we shouldn't have been there, should be able to go there in the first place. Like, um, for mission alerts, you only can go um go to Nightwing's area, which is Blue Haven. You can go to certain places from that's key to certain superheroes only to only through a certain mission alert level.
4: Mm-hmm. That's
1: it. We should be able to go there freely instead of and do PvP freely instead of on those areas instead of having to wait upwards to sixty minutes. Just to teleport there, or be the let know we can go there.
3: Well, see, that's the great thing about MMOs, though, is that uh, they're always in development, and this is actually a pretty big project to take on. So, I mean, your your concerns are perfectly valid, but at the same time, uh, I'm just impressed with what they have by so so far, you know.
1: I do too. I do. I I played City Heroes. I played a little bit, very, very little bit of World of Warcraft, and I got to play a little bit of uh, Champions Online. And I do, and I do understand it takes time. To uh, for an MMO to progress, like City of Heroes, I went through five years playing that game. Right. The, well, and, and another
3: thing too is it it's being developed for the PlayStation 3, so it's like it's a totally different crowd and a totally different idea behind it. I
1: well, mean, it's I, it's I out think,
3: for it's out for PC, ahead. but it, that doesn't mean it's built for it.
1: I think what they're gonna do. I think what they're doing, um, as opposed to developing, well uh, as they're progressing as they going along. I think the content is probably going to be different between the um, PC and the PlayStation.
5: That's why, that's why I
1: definitely think. Because I think they're going to all updates is going to probably be strictly for the PC while they're going to ma- mainly focus and make sure the con- this first MMO, console MMO plays out perfectly so it can continue on like a PC game. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna have a, like a separate group a separate um, group that work on the PC but maybe a large majority of it is gonna be focusing on the console version of this so it can keep on going so it won't end up like past MMOs that bailed after three months. Mm-hmm.
0: So so um do you recommend it for other people to play?
1: Yes, despite not playing the Green Lantern. <laughs> it's definitely worth the play. You get, to see th- you get to see different many superheroes even if you're not a comic book fan this game will pro- maybe get anyone into comic books especially in the DC comic uh,
0: books. Another good idea is if they um, fold the plot that's going on in comic books like when Batman was dead they could have had like Nightwing standing in for him being Batman you know and had the, I don't, uh, the, the, I don't the think they're going to they go
1: that far but I do know sooner or later we get to go against Doomsday.
3: Yeah, they they won't do that just because uh, the you know they're trying to appeal to a more casual audience and if casual, you know if somebody casually came in and, and saw that Bruce Wayne wasn't Batman, that'd be a big turn off for most people because they just can't accept that kind of kind of you know plotline.
0: Okay. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. Okay. Um,
1: uh, you gotta admit. Going against, I'm um, going against Doomsday is going to be awesome though, right, Greg? Mhm, definitely.
0: He's going to rape yeah. you, man.
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah. I took down freaking Solomon Grundy, son.
0: He's going to pull a Josh on you. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Greg. What are you playing, man?
3: I'm playing uh, the Dead Spaces.
0: Good right Yep. How's that going for you, man? Are you having nightmares?
3: You know, no, um, like, I, it's a, the more and more I play both of them, like, the more I, uh, excuse me, the more I play Dead Space, uh, and come back to it, the more I realize that, uh, I had more, more gripes to work out, but I can respect what they were trying to do. I mean, it's, it's better at being Resident Evil than Resident Evil has been, so, you know, there's always that, but, uh. I don't know, we'll see. Like I I would recommend it, I would say. But uh I'm definitely going to put uh put some put some opinions out there for them to make it even better for the okay. next time around.
0: Um so, you think they're going to come out with number 3?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's totally open-ended. Okay. Um have you
0: been playing anything else other than the 2 Dead spaces?
3: Um let's see here. I'm trying to think uh not at this moment. I'm trying to get back into Minecraft just to see what it is, you know, what what the changes are, because I kinda banned that for a while. Okay.
2: And uh that's about it. Wait, how how did you get Dead Space too early? Did I miss that? <laughs> uh I'm not I'm not
3: supposed to have it, so I can't really get into it.
2: Okay. I just I I just wanna make sure that I I heard that right.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, he got the yeah. game early.
2: Okay. You don't have to tell how, just just to, right. It, it kind of hit me that it was like Dead Space Two. You're playing Dead Space Two. Yeah, um, I didn't get it. I didn't okay. get it too early.
3: Just,
0: just a few days. Just like okay. I'm raping the. Just like I raping the wrong people.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, I still haven't finished the first Dead Space, so I'm not really concerned with Dead Space Two at this point. <laughs> mm, okay. So, you, so yeah, developers at, uh
0: Visual, are safe for now, until you finish yeah. Dead Space One. Um, yeah. I myself have been playing Mass Effect Two. Which is really amazing for the 360, of course, since I'm um, only have the 360 for now. Um, I'm also playing to Dead Space One. Um, that game scares the shit out of me. I can't play it alone during the night. <laughs> um, <I> absolutely, <laughs> yes,
1: do. Yeah, You're,
0: I have seriously? to. I have to ruin the atmosphere by talking to people on Xbox Live, so I'll be able to walk through it. If you know me, man, you you'd be surprised that I'm playing to Dead Space. If you like. <laughs> Like, man, I do not watch scary movies, I do not play scary games, but Dead Space is such a good game that I overcame my fear, (laughs) well, partially, (laughs) and um, started playing the game. And it's a great, solid game, and it it felt like it hasn't aged a bit, even though it's been like a year and a half.
3: Oh, and I also want to do mention that while I'm not supposed to have Dead Space 2, when it actually comes out on Tuesday, I will be buying it. It is that good. So, so yeah, make nice. it through Dead Space 1 so you can get Dead Space 2.
0: Yes, I'm, hope, I'm excited for Dead Space 2. I played the demo. The demo was absolutely amazing. The gra- they upgraded the graphics. Um, mm-hmm. They tweaked the weapons. You know, um, add new enemies. So I'm excited for that. And, I, and they actually gave Isaac a voice. So I'm looking forward to that. See yeah, gosh, that was
3: a long time coming. I mean, that was, I don't know. Couldn't stand <laughs> that in the first one.
0: How, how was that for you, like, finally hearing his voice, the personality?
3: Yeah, uh, well, I mean, the, the first time I heard it was kind of like a while ago, and I was just like, what? Because, like, nobody, I hadn't heard that they were actually giving him a voice, so it really threw me off guard, but uh, it was in, in all the best possible ways. Okay. I heard It kind of
1: you... off-putting to hear it for me. Really? Like, yeah. in a negative way, you mean? not in a negative way it was just kind of I knew it was like you said sooner or later it was going to happen but it was just it sounded so weird
3: oh yeah yeah so um I heard well,
0: and
3: they, it,
1: hmm.
3: oh I'm sorry I, I was just going to mention that it's, it's there's no way they could do the plot of the second one without a voice yeah because it's so much about his character as opposed to you know the, the doctrine that they built
0: so um I heard that you have more interaction with people in Dead Space too. Is everybody, like, a red shirt, or is everybody, you know, do they have an actual story behind these characters?
3: Right, right. It's it's a lot more, like I said, it's a lot more of a character study than it is about the, the Necromorphs, because, you know, we've got a good idea what the, what the Necromorphs are about. So um, it it builds upon uh, Isaac Clarke's relationships with other people. So um, you, you, can, you can get into the story a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. Some people, like, the overall plot kind of like Greg Miller mentioned, was not maybe as good, but uh, as a whole, with the characters, it's uh, it's a step forward.
0: Okay. I'll look forward to this game. Hopefully, I have been a midnight release at my GameStop tomorrow, and I'll be in front of the line of oh, those big... No.
4: <laughs>
3: but make sure to finish the first one, because the, the plot is relevant and the, and the uh, end of the story is relevant.
0: Okay. I am... Um... I'm working through it. I'm in chapter seven right now, as a matter of fact. I already passed it. (laughs) So like um... second
1: try, breeze through it.
0: Thanks, Thanks, Desmond. I'm
1: sorry. I'm I'm, I'm not scared to play in the dark.
0: Making me feel bad about myself. (laughs) Shit. If you know people like Josh, you'd be scared of the dark. You would. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Okay. Moving on to news. Okay, welcome back. We are now moving on to the news. Um, The first set of news we have is Final Fantasy XIII 2 is announced. Tell me how you feel about that, Josh. I don't know if you're into RPGs.
2: I love RPGs. I don't know why you wouldn't know that. But, yeah. uh, It's mostly Western RPGs, though. Yeah, Uh, I don't
0: consider Western RPGs RPGs. That's why.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, well... I haven't really played any Final Fantasy games since Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I did try out Final Fantasy XIII when it first came out, but I only played like an hour because I wasn't really digging it. And uh, I'm with pretty much everybody else who's talked about it and saying I don't understand why they're doing it. Not because I played it, like, I, I played through it and I didn't like it. Yes, I did play it. I didn't like what I did play. But because it's gotten so... So many negative, feed, so much negative feedback on it. Why would you make a sequel to something that gets so much negativity about it? When they no. they've only done it for one other game ever.
3: Yeah, uh, well, it, it just doesn't make sense. They sold six million units, though.
2: Yeah, well, the but. So they make Final Fantasy 14 or 15, I know they're making a 14 already. So make Final Fantasy 15. Don't make a sequel to the to the Final Fantasy game that people hate. It's like the most universally hated Final Fantasy game. So why make a direct sequel to this game instead of starting over again with a new Final Fantasy that they, which is what they almost always do. Be
3: not everybody like hates it that much though. Like I happen to really like it. I mean, uh. The, I wrote a feature about this actually because it's you can't the a sequel doesn't live or die by its predecessor. I mean we've seen games that are just absolutely terrible, but then the second time around are much much better and you you oh, can yeah. almost forget about the first one so oh yeah i know i mean i I, I get where you're coming from, but at, this, at the same time, like I know that the developers wanted something to be proud of, and maybe maybe they felt like they lost I a mean, uh, lost. A lot of opportunities with that because they wanted to do DLC. They left a lot of things out. Maybe there's a story that like, kept you know being written. Uh, it's hard to say, but I, you know I know if I if I created Final Fantasy 13 and I had a bunch of ideas that didn't make it, um, even if it failed, I would say, hey, you know I've, I've got more to say. I've got more to show. Like, let's try this again. You know, it's it, uh, yeah, if, if I... you look at if you look at 10-2, it's much different than 10. I mean, a lot of people don't like 10 but then again, a lot of people don't like thirteen, so maybe they'll like thirteen too. It's so it's really hard to say. Either way, they're gonna make yeah, money. Is, I, I can I, promise that.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying that because it, the I I know there's it's got its fans. I mean, I know Clements really like Final Fantasy thirteen, but for most of the people who have played it, from what I've heard, they they don't like it. No, nobody. Most of the people don't like it. The vocal majority, uh, but of course that's like. 20, 30 people that I've heard talking about it, and like one or two have liked it, but it just could be that the people who like it really aren't the ones speaking up, it's the people who don't like it, that's how it usually works out with most things, but still, when you... Not
3: not only that, but then you've got to consider like most of our friends are hardcore gamers, like, that game is actually it, it holds your hand nicely for the casual
2: gamer. Yeah, well maybe that's what a lot of people didn't like about it. Uh, because Final Fantasy is really a, a hardcore title. It's a hardcore series. Uh, it's mm. they're they're long games. I mean, like Final Fantasy VII. I spent seventy hours on my my first playthrough of that, and that was just nor that that seemed normal to me. I mean, I don't know how right uh, what the but, average was to play through that one time, but I wasn't really. Grinding a whole lot or anything like that. I was just playing through. Well, another like thing to normal. consider is this:
3: gaming is being legitimized uh, among the casual audience. So, if a casual player comes up to a hardcore player and says, "What are your summer, some of your favorite games?" and they say Mass Effect, Final Fantasy series, Diablo, they're gonna they're gonna say, "Oh, I, I should try these out." And maybe they're not. Maybe the older iterations are not quite for them. They're very detailed, and, and you have to uh-huh. really want to invest your time into it. But it, you know, if the casual gamer hears Final Fantasy, which I'm sure they do all the time because Final Fantasy has a great reputation, they're gonna want to play it. Yeah. So it, they've got to find a better balance, you know, because these these titles that have made it as hardcore games like Civilization and so forth, they're gonna have to adapt to a newer audience as well.
2: Yeah. Well, my, well, my Civilization on, kind of has already done that. Well, my
0: view on this is that they have to do fanservice yeah, first, right. first. The people that's that's really fans towards the final fantasy is hardcore gamers so they should appeal to us first because
3: yeah but the we're a smaller percentage and that's idealistic because uh, a lot of the issues that final fantasy thirteen had were uh... publisher driven and the publisher they're not the creative folk. they don't they don't really care they're looking to make money i mean maybe they care a little bit but uh... it's a business you know so like you If ninety percent of the people love something, that's what you're gonna do, you know. Even if the ten percent hardcore didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. But But, I mean, I love I love to agree with you. I'm just saying, like, from a practical perspective, like fan service is not in the best interest of these developers who are making lots of money right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, Well, that's okay. Go ahead.
0: Well, like I felt that it was actual actually a departure from the series. It's it was completely different, linear um it was every like, game like it was like level players. it was like level based actually um they after every level you find out the story by reading the script this
3: no those are summaries i, w- I would yeah, the argue sum- that summaries but
0: they they actually tell you things that actually didn't progress throughout the um gameplay and during the um during the scripting so i
3: uh, well, I mean, I, I don't want to really get into that, but I, I would say that those are completely summaries of all things that were went over in the game. And then keep in mind too that I'm I love Final Fantasy XIII, so <laughs> I'll defend it to the end.
2: You know? Yeah. Well, but, well, another another thing that I was just, that keeps me from buying into it is it, Square Enix. I we've talked about Square Enix before when uh, it was what was it? Uh, Day of got delayed. Uh, it seems like Square Enix is just falling further and further off the face of the earth as in terms of Quality. making games that people actually want. And uh, they don't—they don't seem to have any idea of what the gamer wants. They—they they just keep making more games. And Jeff said it on um, Perfectly Sane's show last week. It's like ever since it became Square Enix after, uh, not Squaresoft, it's just gone downhill constantly since then so i the fact even if it was final fantasy 15 i wouldn't be buying it into into it right away but i would be much more likely to want to play it than i it, i would for final fantasy 13 too
0: well all signs point to it being bad you know um <laughs> 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 yeah you know they made 102 before and it caused one of their um developers that been with final fantasy since the first one to leave you know um
3: right, but again, that was a different story, like people actually liked final fantasy uh ten Final yeah. Fantasy ten, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, um, like yeah. I said, you can't we can't put a final judgment on it yet until the game actually releases, but going with um Square Enix track record, it's not looking too good,
3: yeah well there, exactly. there have been growing pains, i mean they're I could see it going either way, they'll either figure out all their issues soon enough or they're gonna die by their own sword, it's hard it's really hard to say, but as a developer, as a publisher as a whole, excuse me, um, you know, they're, they're fairly young and they're just trying to find their stride. So I'm not giving up on them just yet.
0: Wait, how? It's been like a I thought they were just, like, yeah, like yeah, over nine years. Yeah, I thought now. it was like
2: 10 years.
3: Yeah, like but that's Somewhere around there. It's pretty short for a business and a, an a industry that's legitimizing itself more and more every day.
2: Yeah, but there's still, there's tons of developers that have come out in the last 10 years that are, Monumentally more successful than Square Enix has been, but they oh, also well,
0: publish shows too, though. I'm, I'm ta- yeah,
2: I'm talking about them as a publisher. Yeah,
0: but they would be releasing crap, though.
3: Like, I mean, like other than Square, like what's the, what's the newest publisher you can think of that's made a pretty that's doing a pretty good job?
2: Uh, City? Bioware hasn't Bioware come out in the last ten years? Yeah, they're developers. They're published by EA. Yeah. But they've been oh,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. they've been releasing shit for a while now.
2: Yeah, I thought they were I thought they published stuff too on their own, but I guess not. Um Bethesda. I I'm not entirely sure that they're they're brand new. I, I know they didn't have follow uh I don't really know my history with the publishers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so uh but I'm pretty sure Bethesda's in the last ten years. Yep, yep, and, and uh And they're like, definitely I know they're a publisher. They're my favorite publisher, so Right. Mm hmm.
3: Right, and, I, and I'm just saying, like, it's, not that there aren't cases, but I'm just saying there are very few. You know, like again, like oh, we're yeah. we're in the apex of gaming history right now. It's it's not just you know these these nerds in their closets and whatnot. It's it's uh it's, we're going through some growing pains, but it's an exciting yeah. time.
2: Yeah, but would... SquareSoft has also been around longer too, so it's it's not like
3: right. you
0: you would brand think
3: brand new. You
0: would or anything think that, like that. that once like two well-established JRPGs companies come together like. Enix and Square uh, and SquareSoft come together. You would think they'd be like spinning out hot shit right now? Like they'd be the best <laughs> no, not. in the industry.
3: Well, sometimes their their ideas get so far beyond their their scope. Like they, I think they want to be Activision and they're not.
2: Yeah, well, that kind of stuff happens all the time when it comes to pretty much anything business oriented. You you try to take two successful things and you try and combine them. A lot of the times, you end up Losing the best parts of each individual, and the combination is just the the commonality between the two so you you lose the stuff that made the two unique, and you've only got the the generic stuff left. that seems to be what happened Mhm.
0: uh they try- they're trying to become like active visit by releasing a game each year, like Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. yeah, but moving on um the, 3D, the 3DS details was announced and it was officially priced and it's now $250. Oh, also, yep. also, too much. <laughs> yeah, it's way yes. too much for me.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm definitely not going to buy it.
2: <laughs> it would be too much for me at $100, so.
5: Jeez. I, I do not play handhelds.
2: I've, I, in my entire life, I've played a handheld once. That was the Game Gear for like twenty minutes when I was with my parents at one of their friends' house in like nineteen ninety three. So,
0: shit, man, uh, I love the Game Gear. Power Rangers forever, yo. <laughs>
2: well, I I liked it when I played it then, but my parents didn't buy handheld systems, and there was no need to. I anytime I was ever needed the game, I was home. I could game. I didn't need to take games with me. So, mm-hmm.
0: okay, yeah.
2: Greg, I didn't get feel- up much when I was a kid.
0: Okay. Um, they also have like a basic. Also, the, at GameStop, they they leaked the um, the release dates for the games. And yeah. they they released some of the prices also, and like their basic price range is around forty to fifty dollars. That's mm-hmm. a little too pricey for me for each game. That's yeah. That's almost
1: that's 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 a lot for a handheld game, from what I see.
3: Yeah, DS, uh, well, Nintendo, excuse me, has been really effing up their prices because uh, uh, they're taking a lot of uh, iPhone ports now or PC ports, and they're like Plants vs. Zombies and Angry Birds, and selling them at like 20 and $30. Uh, and uh, the, the puzzle game, uh, the name is escaping me. They keep doing this, and it's really annoying.
2: Yeah. I I really, like, it's more of the same that... I was saying about the just the console itself, I mean i 'm not going to buy the console obviously i'm not going to buy any games, so i don't care about the price point of the games it just it doesn't make sense i'm looking at them right now. you got uh Dead or Alive and Samurai Warriors coming out on uh, March thirteenth they 're both fifty bucks that 's how much a Wii game costs, so it just seems completely like ridiculous, especially like uh Playstations, the ps 3s moving towards uh, 3D technology now too. Granted, you have to wear glasses for it, but you can get a full sixty-dollar game, full console game with 3D for sixty bucks. So now, yeah. but you, you pay fifty bucks for uh, a handheld with a two-inch screen. No, right. I, but I don't uh, buy the that. thing,
3: the thing to consider too is like I don't think uh, as as much as they're touting the 3D, that's not like the only thing about it. It's got higher resolution, it's got a better processor, it's got two cameras, you know, it's got a whole bunch of jazz. And not only that, but kids will
2: buy it just because they're kids and they're dumb, they're parents. (laughs) Yeah, but with that said, uh, all signs point to the PSP2 being announced sometime soon, and the uh, power and all that, those things are going to blow the 3DS away with everything except for probably the 3D screen. That's going to be yeah. the one thing it doesn't they have. That, uh, they're, they're talking ooh. that the, the PSP two will have PS three graphics,
0: and that they say it's three G network, so they can do they, online
2: gaming on the go. They, uh Jim Riley here on Twitter said that uh, it's looking four G. Oh, four G! Holy yeah, which would make a lot more sense with everything moving to four G now. So damn. Mm-hmm. Well, three has got the right, graphics. That's why when right I right saw here. it was three G, it's like, uh, really? That's We're moving out of 3G now, so your your handheld for the next what four or five years is going to be 3G, and (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure they'll upgrade it as the years go by. But people aren't going to want to buy a new PSP every year like they have to buy a new iPhone every year and whatnot. So
3: yeah, and then you but you also run into the issue of then like now you got to find a carrier and yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. Because uh, if <laughs> it's going to be like... if It's got to be CDMA. If it's anything other than CDMA, I will be upset. Um, and for those of you who don't know, there's GSM and there's CDMA. Like, if, if you've got uh, a, a card... Uh, the name's escaping me. If, if your phone has a card in it uh, that's... Uh, it's SIM card? GSM, yeah. Yes, yeah, so if it's got a SIM card, it's GSM. If it doesn't, it's CDMA. So, like, CDMA yeah. would be Verizon... And sprint.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. And the others be like T-Mobile.
3: <laughs> yeah, but they all have shit networks and AT&T. Excuse me. Am I not supposed to swear, by the way?
0: No, you're not. Oh this yeah, is we is can. A, This is a family oriented podcast. What the okay. fuck We're you talking about? Curse all you we, want to.
3: we talk about Josh
0: raping people all the time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, yes, so keep curse. that in
0: mind.
4: <laughs> yes.
0: But we don't curse like crazy, like Scott Brownlee here. But okay. we could curse anytime we want to.
4: Yeah.
1: That's right, all motherfucker. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: we'll we'll have to edit out
3: all this right here.
0: <laughs> Damn it. More editing for me. Just fine. Yep. <laughs> Gotta bleep us out. Okay. <laughs> okay, the next the next piece of news we got here is Duke Nukem Forever has a release date.
2: Finally. It is oh, I May. Do? It wow. is May third. Again? May third. The the annual release date or the, the 13th annual Duke Nukem release date. <laughs> it's going to come out this time.
0: It's going <laughs> to.
2: It finally it sure it will. The, the only reason I, I believe it is is because it's Gearbox, and Gearbox has great gotten some traction with me with uh, Borderlands, so... Uh, I'll believe it for now, but well, that doesn't have... mean I'll play it. I mean, I've never been a fan of Duke Nukem games, so... It doesn't work. I'll, I'll believe that they'll get it done, and it'll be quality as far as Duke Nukem fans go, but since I'm not a Duke Nukem fan, I really don't care. I'd just rather see Borderlands 2. But
1: yeah, uh, I know like uh, same here. I want to see Borderlands 2. Screw Duke Nukem. It looks like Duke people
2: Nukem. it looks like people will just play this game for it's
0: like witty remarks and stuff, all this comedy that's coming out of Duke Nukem's mouth. All this if bullshit. it's over
3: if it's overly referential and they just keep keep saying that bubblegum quote again, like I'm not gonna play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was my big thing.
0: I know I'm not looking forward to it. but um...
3: yeah, I, I think they're going to rely too much on their history, which is kind of it... dumb, in my opinion, because it, it, it's been so many years now, you, you, they should appeal to the people, but like, there's going to be new players, and they're not going to want to hear the same five quotes over and over again.
2: The dialogue seems <laughs> to remind me of uh, Rogue Warrior, because that's one of the things that... <laughs> Uh, when people talk about World Warrior, what they always talked about was every other word out of, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, oh, Dick something. Out of his mouth was, uh, every other word was like, fuck, shit. Uh, yeah, he, he was cursing every other word, so. <laughs> that sounds like what uh, Duke Nukem's going to be. And I got that with Rogue Warrior, so. Well, like, like, if, if you, you watch...
0: If you watch the trailer you would see um all these really remarks dialogue and stuff. Um like really seems like this alien chick with like three titties. He's like, fuck, I still hit that. You know. He says shit like that. So I think that they're gonna rely too much on his banter, his remarks, and um like Greg said, the history for this game to sell. And that's not appealing for me. I just I want gameplay. Great story, great characters. Well the character is okay, but I don't see well, really much appealing here. Well, yeah, it's, it's Gearbox, definitely
3: actually...
4: Sorry, really, go... go ahead.
1: Uh, with Gearbox, you know they're going to make a solid game because Borderlands is really fun and it's real good. It's a good shooter. Um, it has a witty banner just as close as Duke Nukem does, so I believe Gearbox is going to do a good job on this game. Despite that, I'm not going to play it, though, but still. You know, <laughs> Gearbox is going to do good. Go ahead, I group. have
2: faith in them. But I, I, they, they've only got one game under their uh, belt, uh, yeah, under their belt so far. So thanks. Um, and even though I love it, it's it's another one of my top five games of the the generation. I'm not gonna go and annoy them, one of the top uh, developers uh, around yet. But they've went Borderlands, they gained enough traction for for me to be able to say, okay, I trust them enough. To think that they can make a good game, because they have already, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee a good game like you would expect out of Bioware.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, moving on. The PlayStation 3 Amazon mistake. Have any of y'all caught one of that? What it was selling the um Paytush 3s for the fat
2: PlayStation 3 for forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. And but they they didn't end up following through on it, right?
0: No, they sent out emails yeah. like the next day saying, "Sorry, we can't honor this
3: deal," you know. But that 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 happens all the time actually. Uh, you know, they've got like various server errors and input errors. Um it's kind of kind of new to gamers because it hasn't happened quite that way in such a large scale to gamers, but it has happened in other things like Things being either thousands of dollars or or only thousands of pennies.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of – I think it's kind of fucked up. Uh, It's an advertised price and – because if they have it out there, I think it should be – I thought it was the law that if you advertise it, you have to sell it at that price. You can't say, "Oh well, wait, no, we fucked up." Well, uh, it's I think like, they, okay, too bad, you, <laughs> no, you fucked well, up. Change it you, now, but well, you have to honor what it, what was posted well, before. Well, I think the contract
0: is once they send it out to you and they take the money, that's when like they officially have to own the deal.
3: No, yeah. the the issue is actually in their terms of service. If you state yeah. in your terms of service for a service, and this would be considered a service and not a product. Then, uh, which I'm sure they did, they've got some clause somewhere in their terms of service that says you know, they don't necessarily have to honor a deal unless it's actually sold.
2: That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, unless they're a non-US-based company, which I think they are US-based, they should still have to – they should basically be a store. And if you – if Best Buy put out uh, something in their like weekly ad that comes like in the newspapers, they put a price in that ad. They have to honor that price. They, they can't say, oh, wait, no, we messed up on that. It's like, no, 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 I don't something. care if you messed up on that. You It's advertised price. You have to sell it for that price. That should be the right. same thing for online prices. You've advertised that to us. That's the your stated price, so now you have to honor that. No well, terms was, of service that, yeah. say, it covers your ass. Um, no, that doesn't work.
3: But, I mean, like, honestly, the, there's no way they could – actually honor this because a lot of people bought dozens and dozens of them at $40 like there is no way they could do it fairly I think that they would if they could to be honest but like they probably sold thousands upon thousands upon thousands and there's no way they could please everybody and I know that some people would just get pissed and
0: it would lose a lot of money
2: they there we Amazon has makes billions of dollars a year and this would be a drop in the bucket for them technically in all honesty and that should be their, their, the price but, that they pay for making a mistake like that. But like and, I said, this
3: happens all the time. Like, I kid, this happens on a daily basis. If they covered every single time that this happens, they wouldn't be making money, I can guarantee it, because they would lose investors. I understand
2: any what different? you're saying, but that, just, that tells me that they need to be more, more efficient with that kind of thing. They, well, they have he, to be more aware of what they're putting out there. Yeah, but they're they're also working with
3: computers. I mean, like you you've got like hundreds of uh, you know probably thousands of employees working on computers, and computers make mistake, mistakes, and people mis- make mistakes. So like it could have been an intern's mistake. You know, like you never know who it is. And I you know I I want to get behind what you're saying, but I you know I just can't. Like there's no there's no way they could do that and still function as a business.
2: <laughs> I, I I see what you're <laughs> saying, but. I, I still think that they can do something about it if they really, really wanted to, but it would probably cost them more money than is necessary because they have a way out of it easily. Is they can say, "Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong price." They can do that with anything, really. And
3: they do do that with anything. It, it, it happens yeah. time and time again. Like, and I, you know, I, I think it's a lot of people haven't seen this quite in this way yet. But it, like I said, it happens all the time. So. Uh, as gamers, I you know like <laughs> I I don't want to feel any more entitled to my forty dollar PS3 than somebody who accidentally buys a car for for two hundred dollars over Amazon, you know, it's, or you know whatever it is they sell. Like it's there's too many gray areas. You might you know so uh, I don't know. As far as business faults go, this is one of you know millions of business faults, and I, I can't specifically target Amazon for that.
2: I I've never heard of it happening anywhere else, so it's just. Uh, on, the surfic, on the surface, it just sounds shitty for them to do something like that. I, even if it does happen all the time, I, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think they well, just they stand behind. They, they hide behind their terms of service that says, basically says, we don't have to work on fixing this. We don't have to be proactive to make sure this doesn't happen. We can just go back and fix it when it does happen and not have to worry about it. And that's that's I don't, that shouldn't be how you operate.
3: I don't think that they have like even nearly that attitude. I, you know, it, they've got so much going on all the time. It's very hard to to see that coming. And then you've got you've got so many people on the ladder. So somebody says, "Hey, something's going on," but they say, "Okay, we have to talk to the person above me, and the person above me, and the person above me." And I mean, it's I, I don't know. I all I can say is um, I think Amazon should hire me for PR. <laughs> that's all I got on that one.
0: Anyway. All right. Plugging yourself.
3: <laughs>
0: but, yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on. Have anybody watched the fan-made Half-Life movie Beyond Black Mesa?
1: I haven't.
3: No. No? Really, Greg? Have you? Uh, I've yet to watch it because, like, I I need to be in the mood for it. I I know of it and I've read about it and I'm I'm excited to watch it, but I'm not creating any expectations for it.
0: Okay. It's. I found the production quality pretty good. By the budget, but um, I don't really know anything about Half Life. I didn't know if it was connected to the story in any way, but it was.
3: Yeah, it's it's more like canon than anything, from what I understand.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty interesting to me. Um, so check that out, everyone. Uh,
3: the next mm-hmm. piece of news we
0: have is um, Director Drive is now renting out games. How do
3: yeah. you? they're doing this uh, $5 for 5 hours which is uh, pretty exciting because uh you know $5 for 5 hours may seem like a lot when you can rent a game but uh, uh you know at a at a store for console but uh, this is a fairly new concept for for direct drive to to do on the PC yeah. and not only that I think of it more as trialing so if I'm not certain on a game it would be fantastic if I could just play it for $5 for 5 hours I mean, you know I'm I'm pretty excited about this as yeah, a PC um... gamer
0: People don't usually run out PC games, right? Because of the code.
3: Right. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I mean, don't think I've ever heard of anyone doing that. So this is like
3: a brand new thing that he's doing. I so. can't, I can't promise that Steam isn't doing this right now, um, because I, I don't really use Steam too much, but, uh, all like, you know, all I can say is it's a fantastic step in the right direction for Direct Drive.
0: Yeah. Also, they have a, um, promo code out for survival horror games. Um, if you play survival. And to the um, promo code area, you get twenty percent off.
3: Yep. So, so like a uh, Resident Evil or, or um, Dead Space One, or you know, any of those, any survival horror game. Even though Resident Evil is a survival horror anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. No. But it's it's marked as that for whatever yeah. reason. So, I mean, if you don't have the, you know, I believe it's the gold edition of RE5 for PC or something like that. I mean, that'd be a good deal.
2: Yeah, I'd be interested in it if I was a PC gamer, but since my rig can't even yeah. run Civilization 4, I <laughs> kind of left out. Yeah, and you can't be talking about tiny
3: Chat. By the way, I, I also have uh, yeah. to state that I'm not even certain that Resident Evil 5 is out for PC, because I don't like Resident Evil 5. But uh, I think it is.
4: Mm, I'm know. not sure. But,
3: but, yeah, I I remember hearing that it was, but I remembered also feeling that I didn't care, because I played on yeah. Xbox I didn't care for it.
0: Okay, guys, um, moving on. After this break, we will get to Movie Guru's movie section.
2: Sweet. Alright, uh welcome back. Uh this is Movie Guru here and uh, this is my uh movie corner here. And start things off with the uh, weekend box office roundup here. Uh for last weekend, January 14th to the 17th, four-day weekend because of the holiday, Martin Luther King Day. Uh Green Hornet comes in number one with uh forty thousand. Uh the Dilemma with twenty thousand is second and True Grit still holding in there in its fourth week with 13 million. Uh, And now this weekend, uh, the weekend of January 21st to the 23rd, we had No Strings Attached get 20 million coming in first, beating up the Green Hornet with 18 million, and Dilemma with 9 million. Kind of talked about it, No Strings Attached, for a few seconds last week. Didn't have any idea what the movie was when we saw it on the coming soon part. And I did see a preview for it and it looks absolutely atrocious. It's just,
0: uh, oh, no. it just, it just about two people just having sex without no strings. attached. Yeah. Just started having yeah, sex well, for each it, other. It,
2: it, and it was so late. Uh, I, I forgot the exact term term that they used, but they they made, made the uh, the term "fuck buddy" sound um, kind of retarded, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I, it's like they said "sex friend" or something like that, and it's <laughs> like, what, what? This yeah, is but what, that's that's for the it, that's for the
3: green stripe tra- trailer, though. I believe it's rated R, so I, I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't say it like that. I think that's just for the green stripe.
2: I, uh, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like it was in the movie, and if that's what they're doing, it's like, come on, you don't do that. The, the word fuck buddy come on and just the idea of it just the whole concept of it it makes the whole concept of the fuck buddy seem completely ridiculous so yeah uh, I'm staying away from that even it is a, yeah. even though it is Natalie Portman and who doesn't love Natalie Portman but it also Ashton Kutcher who I can't stand
0: what does that have to say? what does that have to say about society having a sex buddy movie being top rated this week yeah uh,
1: is Greenhorn at least yeah. in number two
2: yeah, I'm fine with that. I was I, expecting it to hold, but I guess not. I'd, I'd like to just say
3: that I actually am excited for No Strings Attached. Um, I do like uh, Ashton Kutcher from time to time. Whether or not I like his character is one thing. But I really like the movies that Natalie Portman has been doing lately. She looks really pretty in it. I can't lie, that's a that's a draw. And uh, I, I saw her on Conan, and Conan, you know, I, I'd like to think that I can tell when he's being genuine and when he isn't. And uh, he seemed to really like it, and I'm I'm at least willing to give it a sh- shot. I mean, you, it's probably a cheap comedy, but if you're looking to watch a cheap comedy, it's you know it's pretty good. I mean, I I can't deny the woman who was in Garden State. That's my thing.
0: Well, she wasn't black. I heard that she was doing. She did well in Black Swan, so I'm looking yeah, forward to seeing you.
2: that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I but not this, not at all. I mean, I I'm not a guy who's against romantic comedies. So I'll watch a romantic comedy. I have no problem with that, but it still has to be good, and this doesn't look good at all in my book, so, but yeah, okay, and moving on to the upcoming movies from this week, uh, coming out on the 28th, Friday, uh, you got The Mechanic, uh, remake of a Charles Bronson movie, which seems to be getting pretty popular, like, a lot of people are kind of excited for it with uh, Jason Statham and Ben Foster, but those are two actors that I really don't like, especially Jason Statham. I've never really liked him. I kind of liked him in The Expendables. His character was pretty the, good, but I didn't. He's the, American, he's the American hero now. Not the American. Yeah. He's the American
0: action person, even though he's English. <laughs> he's, <Yeah>. a... <laughs> he,
1: he's our generation, Jean, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly not even Schwarzenegger. He's the, he's the guy who fell off the face of the earth. He's in a, he's, a new, he's a new Steven Seagull. Yeah, there you go. And Ben Foster. He everybody seems to love him. I I can't stand him. I've I thought he was good in um, X Men
1: Three.
2: Him. All right. Well, that that's one thing. I'm tight. He. he he actually had a pretty bit part in there. Yeah, didn't he movie. play
0: Angel on that? And he, all
2: he did yeah. was just, like, fly out the window. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's much. a major part. Yeah, exactly. So, but in the movies that he's really been featured in, like, uh... Pandorum? Those... Yeah, Pandorum. Yeah, Pandorum. That's, that's the movie I was trying to think of. Pand... I hated Pandorum. I... <laughs> I I watched it. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And, uh, and the the other big one he was in was the the remake of uh, 310 to Yuma, which we've talked I've talked about that before too, and I don't I didn't like that either. So yeah,
1: just but, don't like the dude, huh?
2: No, not at all.
0: Watch out, you might get raping coming to you, Ben Foster. <laughs>
2: uh all right as far as the movie news the the first one, thing i want to talk about is uh the twenty four movie um this came out on uh, january twenty first on i g n where they ask is the twenty four movie happening and uh it it seems like it's keeps going on and off, and right now it's off again which, to, cl- um, to clear
0: things are you talking about the twenty 24- four it's a movie adaption to the 24 um, TV series, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they would, 24 they would is my favorite the... series of all time. I, As much as I I dislike Ben Foster, as, as much as I like Kiefer Sutherland, I've always liked Kiefer Sutherland because he was in a lot of the movies that I liked as a kid. Stand By Me, Lost Boys, all, the, the, all those movies. I love those, so I've always been a huge Kiefer Sutherland fan. And when 24 came out... I was a fan from the first time I watched it until the last episode last year, and the movie—I'm um, not sure how I feel about it. Whether it was the cleverness, though,
3: they, they lose huh? the cleverness. I mean, because like the, the thing about 24 is it's each hour like.
2: I yeah, don't, it's real time. I don't know. Yeah, exa- that, that's not, exactly. Not that how not how that I they do that. Like...
3: Not that they do that well, anyways, because like they have plane rides that somehow end in less than an hour. But you know, whatever play <laughs> I have rides, so then the,
2: no one, no one was ever really on a plane ride. I
3: don't remember exactly how it went down, but I, I remember like seeing like uh, characters go from one part part of the country to another part of the country, in just you know, in few if not many episodes.
2: No, nope. uh, there was only, as far as I know, there was, I can remember, there was only one time ever that uh, anybody really came across country and. That character wasn't around for a good while in the show. Um, huh, maybe, I think that I was the president thoughts. in season four uh, when the plane crashed, when his plane crashed. Uh, he started off in Washington flying out to L.A., but that was a few uh, okay. few episodes that, that, that went. I, um, I accept yeah. that I may be
3: totally wrong about that, actually. I just thought I remembered yeah, I, it being like that.
2: It, how, as far, but, I, I think they were pretty true with the uh, the real time thing, um, but anyway, yeah.
1: How can Go you ahead. do a twenty four movie though?
2: Yeah, that that's what it, that's that's my entire point is, I, I love I the, the timer. Show, but they, you're they're have, the entire. I have concept. the timer
1: at the bottom of the movie.
0: They're gonna have like, twenty four movies. That's what they're gonna do.
1: Let like, 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 I have the timer at the bottom of the movie. It's like, like it's about two hours and thirty minutes, and each time the movie keeps on going, you see the do 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 do. As the, as the yeah, movie comes like down,
2: it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's like, uh, they, uh, the Sentinel, uh, the movie that movie came out like five years ago or so, uh, Keeper subtle, and they, they said that's basically the 24 movie right there. It had nothing to do with the show at all, but it'd basically be the same type of thing. And that that movie wasn't all that great. So, and that's basically what I would think. What I would expect out of a 24 movie, so I'm not really sure I want to see a 24 movie. And it does right now. It's looking like it's not going to happen. So I yeah, I'd, I'd much rather see
3: an, I'd re- much rather see Arrested Development if I'm going to see a TV show come on the movie. Yeah, <laughs>
2: well, I was never a fan of Arrested <laughs> Development either. What? So.
0: Arrested Development is great.
1: No, it's not
2: uh, really. I watched a few I episodes. Like, I I, I, I never like
1: liked it, it Michael Sarah. Ever since um, Arrested Development, it, I hated Michael Sarah. And then when I started seeing him do Super Bad and then now Scott Pilgrim, he's good. So if he don't want me to hate him no more, he do not. He should not be doing Arrested Development, the movie. Yeah. Come hey, on, man. He
0: uh, did Scott Pilgrim. Did that make up for his crimes?
2: No,
1: it made up for well, his crimes. It made up for it. made up for Arrested Development. It just, I can't, I can't see how is it funny at all.
2: Yeah, I, I oh. don't like Arrested Development. I do like Michael Sarah. Uh, I do like I, Ma- Jeffrey I Tambor. know, I didn't like Super Bad. Uh, and actually, the only movie that I, I have seen that I really liked was Juno. You know where one kind of sucked. You know uh, what you Youth discussed? And Revolt
0: kind of sucked. Y'all both discussed. But, me. y'all up this podcast now. <laughs> That's oh,
2: I helped co-create this And I didn't that even podcast. really like Scott Pilgrim,
0: so.
1: You can't kick me off. I co-created this podcast. Yeah,
2: I'm one of the fi- founders, too. Yeah, see? <laughs> you can't kick the movie off also.
3: Everybody's out. a founder, except for me. <laughs> oh,
2: but, but you are but now the, temper- our most frequent but- guest with two appearances. Yeah, one well, actually, was not one even of them shot lost. So. <laughs> Nobody
0: else knows about this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I I didn't mean to mention that. Can edit that part out. Uh, Jeff, no worries. Sorry. Right. So,
1: what, yeah, what else
2: do you have in uh, the movie? Le- the Lethal Weapon Reboot. Uh, oh, my. Goodness. I didn't really look into it much, but because I really don't care all that much, but I think it's kind of worth mentioning just to the fact that they're rebooting such a, a classic action movie. and But it's like they say, it was one of the movie podcasts. I think it was uh, the real guys, uh, the, I can't even think of the name, of, uh, from IGN. Keeping it real, that's it, the, the IGN movie podcast. Uh, they said, uh, well, they all the time they were talking, uh, uh, Danny Glover would always say, I'm getting too old for this shit. Well, yeah, he actually is too old for the shit now. He's not going to be back. Neither um, is Mel Gibson.
0: I watched the movie Death at a Funeral, and he says, "I'm getting too old for this shit," <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Actually, fucking old." Yeah. It made me laugh because it was a reference to the old Lethal Weapon movies and all this shit and the other movies you yeah. put in,
2: and I found that kind of funny. Yeah, I I I don't understand why they reboot so much of these things. I mean, to an extent, I can understand them rebooting some of the horror movies because. A lot of the times back in the 70s and 80s, they had to be pretty damn tame because the audience wasn't so uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they, they weren't gore used to hungry. all the other all uh, gore and stuff, so they, they couldn't make it the way that they, they make them today. Mostly, when they do remake them, they're mostly shit, but sometimes they can be good. There's stuff that you can amplify in the new ones, but Lethal Weapon was a pretty hardcore movie. It was one of the original like true action movies out there, and remaking it, it's, it makes no sense. You, you can't really stretch it. There's nothing really, anything more you can put in there. No no more bigger explosions or anything like that. They already had that in the, the original, so redoing it makes absolutely no sense in my book. so yeah and the next piece of news is uh the Star Wars Blu-rays get release dates pretty big new fairly big news for uh geeks like us um, oh I'll,
1: i'm not sure run. how
2: big of a Star Wars geeks you guys are but i'm
1: i'm, I'm not a big one but i heard this one i don't know if you you guys going to be happy about this um i heard that they're gonna might be converting the Star Wars movies into 3D. Oh yeah.
2: yeah, I heard that a month or two ago, and I think that's pretty much set in stone. Is, there, he's, is, uh, yeah, he's George gonna George Lucas re-release in theaters again. Okay. Yeah.
3: I yeah I I didn't know that the Blu-rays weren't even out yet because it, it was kind of funny. A friend of mine sent over some some Star Wars Blu-rays and. I didn't know that they were not even out yet and I, I can't tell if they're upscaled or if they're actually blu rays or what the deal is because he's burned them but uh, <laughs> I told Bromley that I had Star Wars blu rays and he's like, how did you do this?
4: And I was <laughs> like,
2: I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Like, yeah, they they had to been upscaled because yeah, they, they definitely haven't come out yet. It's announced for September 27th. They're going to have yeah. three different sets. They're going to have the the original trilogy, the new trilogy, and then uh, a set with all six of them. Uh, I, I'm a fairly big Star Wars fan. I mean, I'm not hardcore, but I, I really love the franchise. I, I like the the second trilogy. With I didn't like Clone Wars all that much.
1: Blasphemer. Uh, well,
2: I liked it. I didn't love it like I did with the other two, but uh, my favorite Star Wars movie is. Um, the Revenge of the Sith, so Really? Better than Yeah, yeah better, better than really. the original trilogy, so uh I'm you were very like anxious that, like to that. get my hands you on
0: Stoned to Death among the Star Wars community if they heard you speaking about that.
2: that. <laughs> well, I, I I put the revenge of the Sith in my uh top hundred movie uh blog but there where did it that place? I wrote back in November and but the reaction it place? to it wasn't overly negative. Uh I think it was like number fifty-four, and I didn't have any other ones.
1: Oh in there. man, I should have read well, that so I can complain. It should have been in your top ten.
2: Oh well, no. Well,
1: a
3: lot of people, a lot of people took issues with it because I, I forget who the co-creator is, but the the co-creator actually walked out for the third movie because George Lucas wanted to make all these changes. Like uh, George Lucas brought Han Solo back, and then he the ending was supposed to be more morose, but he made everything tie up very nicely. Like I know there were a lot of things that uh, that George changed. That uh, not many people uh, liked when they heard what it could have been.
4: So, yeah, you th- um, well,
1: so Star Wars the third, that third Star Wars movie is supposed to be like more darker than it was supposed to be.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, see with stuff like that though, that that's what I'm saying when I say I'm not like the hardcore movie fan. Is I take the movies for what they are. I don't really pay attention to the. The buzz about what they will be what they could be that kind of stuff but i don't like that kind of stuff that's that's one thing i i mentioned to keeping it real say the podcast there that's one thing i don't like about that podcast is they spend so much time it's mostly comic book movies but they spend so much time talking about the possibilities for the comic book movies it's like okay this should be a comic podcast basically because that's all they're talking about is oh. And this universe of, of Spider-Man, they did this, and this universe of Batman, they did this. So this is how they could take it. They they spend so much time on that kind of stuff. It's like that's not the kind of movie fan I am. I I I watch a movie. I I judge it for what the movie is, and not for the stuff that went on behind the camera. So that that's why I I think I like the, the original trilogy, and other people don't, or the the new trilogy and other people don't is because they do pay attention to that stuff. And I don't, Mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, next little thing. These two things are going to kind of lead into Desi's comic corner. Uh, first one is the captain America title change. Uh, I guess they're going to be getting a, a new title in Russia. uh, Trying to find out what they, <laughs> they say it's gonna be, but uh, I, I guess I guess the Russians don't like Captain America. They they don't like the name Captain America, so they're gonna be changing it. Uh, well, oh, it it's gonna be the first Avenger in Russia. Russia not only South that, Korea, but they always yeah, they always, yeah, they always Cap- change the
1: name.
3: But Captain America like was also created to fight the Russians originally, so that's why they don't like him very much.
0: Oh, so they're yeah. taking out. So they're basically just leaving a subtitle, making it main title.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's I just wanted to mention that. And the last thing is, Dark Knight cast. They've added a couple new members. Uh, oh, first yeah. of all, they've got. Oh yeah, they've got. Um, that was Ray, by the way. <laughs> Tom Hardy is going to be playing Vane, or, and um, Anne Hathaway will be playing Catwoman.
1: Oh yeah. Well, okay, that's me. I, I like. That's me.
2: See, I was—that's yeah. what I was being. Oh yeah, about. Well, actually, but you yeah.
1: should wait till he says Anne Hathaway.
0: Okay, Tim not, Hardy. Tim not right before I... he
1: says Tom Hardy. Okay,
2: okay Tom Hardy was.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, th- that's why I said Tom Hardy first was because he said, "Oh yeah," I'm like Tom Hardy. You're fucking <laughs> bastards taking <it> <laughs> <laughs> But Anne Hathaway, you yeah,
0: all know why I went, "Oh yeah," for. Just so you know yeah, already, I know and how yeah, not... I think she's perfect for um Catwoman. If you looked at the um, concept art for the um, current catwoman costume, not not for Batman, um, for the comic books, she looks I think she looks perfect. She fits perfectly, she has nice boobs, you know. Yes.
1: <laughs> Why would you think about it like that? Which you we've you seen gotta be those. respectful. You gotta work you gotta work your way to that area, right? You just it's... can't jump right into that.
0: Excuse me, the guy you Excuse you get, me, the guy has a blog post about girls' boobies. Excuse me.
1: One, one, <laughs> one. I put nice facts, nice tasteful facts about women's breasts. I worked my way to that topic, as you, <laughs> as you can see. Okay? What I'm saying is she's a terrific actress. She has she a has good comedic chops. She's great. I've seen Havoc. Um, I forgot what the movie I I forgot the title <laughs> she's in. <laughs> yeah, I'm naming movies that she was nude in. Yeah, great, Greg loves that movie yeah. too.
2: She was nude in Havoc and she was nude in um the the gay cowboy, uh Brokeback Mountain. Does Brokeback she, Mountain. She has, has a third dreams, one. Though.
1: There's a third one. Little known third, um, third one. Lucy um Lucy gets married. If I little got little that title right. But she's ter- she's a terrific actress. She really is. Little known and a body actually. match.
2: <laughs> yeah, I and I'm a huge fan of Anne Hathaway, so I I'm pretty happy with it some I know some people aren't they say she's not Catwoman material but she's pretty damn versatile so I'm definitely yeah, willing to I I I want to see what she does with it how she does as Catwoman I think she could be great I mean a lot of people even think uh, Heath Ledger could do very good as Joker and he won a fucking Oscar for his role so yep. Yeah. I
1: wonder if you're gonna chop her hair off though for Catwoman no I wouldn't be
2: surprised
0: yeah, because the um, comic book Catwoman has, like, short hair, right?
1: Yeah, but I very much doubt um, Chris Nolan is going to go with that detail with I the character. I want
0: the um, costume to be just like the um, one in the comic book.
1: I think the one thing people should be worrying about is how Tom Hardy is going to perceive as Bane.
0: Have you watched this one movie where he was just, like, extremely buff? I don't know. My, fr- my friend said that he was um, in a movie that Ronson. he was wrestling naked the whole time which I wasn't yeah. watching. Okay, I didn't watch that movie.
4: <laughs>
0: but yeah. I heard that he was extremely buff and he was wrestling naked and I guess he can play the role as Bane. She so can put on weight easily with muscle. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm not entirely familiar with him, so well,
1: he was Bane an is uh, I don't know. Bane is um has Bane. like a has like a yeah, no, I I've seen what Inception. kind of ex um he has like a None of them Cuban, really seemed like,
2: overly big to me, so Well, Well, I I I don't pretty much know who he is, but... I don't think they're going to get cartoonish
3: with how big he is. But, like, one thing that a lot of people forget because of the poorly done Batman movie and the fact that his character isn't developed much in other venues is that the Bane character is actually really interesting. He spent, like, his childhood growing up in prison for, like, almost no reason. There's just... There's a lot to him. I'm pretty excited to see him in the movie.
1: And he's from... And I think he's Cuban, if I'm right. I know. Yeah, there, he, I know. There, he, he,
3: was, just, he, he barely even, as, as I remember, right. He doesn't even know too much about his origins, other than he, his family was really effed up.
1: Yeah, and I know he has that very thick accent. And then that's that's the one thing I always remember from Bane from the cartoons, and then jumping into the comic books. His um trying to figure out, like him trying to figure out his origins, where he's at, and then figure out that he, like Greg said, been in prison since a kid. Hopefully, so,
0: hopefully, he won't bake, um break Batman's back.
1: That would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. Him beating Batman to a pulp in a certain point in the movie, and then <laughs> seeing Batman being defeated <laughs> once.
0: It did. It's gonna be like this yeah. redemption movie now of him working his way back up from a broken back, and it has a montage of him working out to "Eye of the Tiger."
2: No, a lot of people a... seem to think that this is gonna be the last Batman movie for both Christopher Nolan and. Um, the reboot is uh, a blanking whole, right? so much tonight. Uh, I think it is.
1: I think for the both it probably name? will
2: be. Uh, yeah. Christian
1: Bale. Yeah, he Christian said, uh, Bale.
2: That's it. I'm getting so many oh, okay. drawn, so many blanks tonight. Uh, so yeah, it's they said it's gonna be the last probably gonna be the last movie for those three, and after that they'll probably be rebooting the franchise. So it kind of right. would it be out of the question that. Batman does lose.
0: Hmm. I don't think he would die. No, about.
2: you know,
3: because if there's any DC character that that never loses, it's Batman.
1: Yeah, I'm, but I think Warner I'm, Brothers. I'm just
2: saying. I I don't I don't know the comic books at all. I mean, I, anybody listening to the show has... knows that. I know zero about comic books. so I don't know what's happened in the in any of the universes or anything, but. But I'm just saying, if it's happened in any of the universes, then I'm. Just, I think it's there's a possibility that it could happen in this movie.
1: Well, Batman has lost before, but later on down the line, he came back and won. So
2: yeah, I wouldn't,
3: he, I wouldn't necessarily call that a loss. I would, I would say it was more like a tactical retreat. But the thing is that yeah. Christopher Nolan said that that he would make things wrap up nicely. But if, but he said if the, the studio is free to do what they want, so if they want to continue on, he's gonna. I think he's gonna let it open enough so they can continue yeah, that's on. What, and Christian
1: that's, Bale can that's what. That's what I was gonna talk about. Cause uh, mm-hmm. I know after Batman wraps up, they're gonna. Warner Brothers is gonna. Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment is gonna wrap. Um, is gonna rush together with another big superhero to put in the put on the big screen, and I also they think they're gonna probably find another director to do three more Batman movies because I know they want to work in Robin in some form or Yeah, way. The, the,
3: the issue is like uh, this might be the last film for Nolan, um, or not Nolan, excuse me, for Bale, but I, I feel like if they throw enough money at him, he'll keep doing it. The only issue is yeah. that, according to Bale, he said he would not keep going if they add Robin, which I think is pretty, pretty pre-Madonna, but, you know, whatever.
1: I, don't I know, I, I know so. he said he'll tie himself to a buoy in the middle of the ocean. I mean, he has dead, disdain, <laughs> hate for Robin,
3: which is dumb. The only one, the only person in the world who hates Robin more than Bale is uh, Stanley, <laughs> <laughs> and he works for Marvel.
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: asshole. Uh,
2: well, I I know there's a lot of people who hate Robin. I'm, I I don't particularly have any. Well, I think like, Robin is much love character. for him. but I don't really hate him. I. I, I don't see what he adds a whole lot, so I wouldn't that's be- mind that's if because, they did leave a out.
3: That's because everybody knows, like, Robin as Tim Drake from the animated series. Like, that, he's too chipper and whatnot. Not yeah, me. if you met the other Robins, like Nightwing. The yeah, Grayson. Yeah, Nightwing, and the one that's, like, that's Red
0: Hood. Jason
1: Todd.
3: Yeah. Jason
0: Todd, and, and now I- you
1: got a...
3: a- Damon or what's, what's his I, name? I, I know Damon. Robin Damon, from Williams.
2: the original Damien Batman Williams. movie and T V show and uh, from the the ones with uh, George Clooney.
1: Dick Grayson. You, you only know the Dick Grayson Robin for your in your in your yeah. realm of knowledge, you only know Dick Grayson. I think Yeah, from the actual
2: to, like movies.
1: Yeah. Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. if they read if if the if whoever takes over who if there will be other Batman movies. If whoever, if they do decide to put in Robin, they should use Dick Grayson, but they should retool his story. Like, in Frank Miller's All-Star Batman and Robin, um, Bruce and Gordon didn't get Robin right after his parents' death. Robin went underground to a fight ring, to a, like a fight club-esque fighting ring. And he and Dick learned how to fight that way. That's where Bruce came in and snuck into the... um. Fight club and got Dick out.
0: Do you still have his circus they, background?
1: He still has his circus background. That's how he was using it in this, in this underground fight club. That's how Dick was using it. So if they, and it was going more, that's how I think Frank Miller was going more gritty with the origins of Robin in that. If they use that in this new Batman movie, it'll work if they can use that. It, and plus, it has a more connection to him and, uh, him and, more, uh, with more, him and Bruce. Because they both lost their parents. They're more like brothers than opposed to a father or son type of thing. So if they use yeah. that, I think Robin would be a lot more better for the newer generation and for people who still hates Robin.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. The, that wraps up the uh, my movie corner here. So right after this, we'll come back with uh, Desi D's Comic Corner.
1: and welcome back this is Desi D's comic book corner and by the theme song yes I am a member of the X-Men I am known as Hero G alright first things first on this um, on this comic part po- oh shit
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I start over please
2: no there is no start over unless you have a corner that's perfect to go that, that'd be a perfect opening yeah, that, yeah. Continue, continue. <laughs> oh, we're really gonna continue yeah. with me messing up about this. Yeah, this is
1: oh.
0: hilarious. Go
1: with it. Yeah. Oh, best. All right. Uh, first things first. Uh, Marvel is releasing um, the conclusion to Fantastic Four um, three, um, where one of the members of the Fantastic Four will die and they won't return like Superman and Batman.
0: Nah.
1: Uh, No, that is really sucky. The issue number is 587, and it's being released early on the 25th, this upcoming 25th, to comic book retailers who already have the issue now.
0: Ben Grimm should die, or Susan Storm.
1: It'll be kind of cold to to kill off any of of the four. Because, I mean, it would would really change the dynamic of the book, and I wouldn't really have no feel to read it anymore. Because, I mean... I have I've been growing up watching these four heroes, and if you kill off a member of the Fantastic Four, what would that do to a future movie?
2: Yeah, exactly. You
1: know? Um, but this book—all yeah, book, I know
2: about them is the movie. So, yeah. You know?
1: um, what I do know is the book is supposed to be out on the twenty-sixth, which is the is that following Wednesday, which is new, which is technically New Comic Book Day. Where um, different issues of uh, comic books come out on that following day, Uh, but Marvel's releasing it a day
0: early. Do we know who's the villain? That does.
4: Uh, I
1: have not been. I have so much hate for this and Jonathan Hickman doing this. I have not read it. I'm waiting until it comes out on trades, so I can so I can just pick it up and just read it straight through. But when I do get it in a trade, I will review it on a future podcast. So, that is the that is one of the big that's happening right now. Um, right now, DC Comics and Archie Comics are dropping from the Com- 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 Comics Code Authority. Um, they've been with the Comics Code Authority. DC actually been with the Authority since the CCA. Since 1954, when there was a big legal battle on how if comics books was... Um, warping young men's and women's mind at the time where um, Superman, Batman, everything was out at that time. And then Marvel and DC had a strict, pretty much all comics had a strict way of doing their, uh, their comics at that time. So um, even the bigger one was Marv Wolfman in 2001. They, um, Marvel, Marvel withdrew from the CAA in 2001 because they couldn't use werewolves.
0: What the fuck? Which was,
1: yeah. <laughs> so DC okay. and Archie Comics are releasing from them, and they're going to be rated. Their rating system is going to be similar to the video games rating, rating system E for everyone, T for teen, Teen Plus, mature. Um, but Vertigo Comics, the imprint that's under DC, will save um, for mature readers only. So that that is a big one because DC's been been with them been with the C, a, CCA, um a, excuse me, from the C C A. For all these years and they're dropping from it, so I think that's real that's that's real big.
2: So they Especially, don't have Marvel or DC, so who, why would anybody pay attention to C C A anymore?
1: Um, uh, I was wondering what took DC so long to actually. Leave the CCA. What took them so long? Or what was like, what yeah. was the reason for them to leave in the first place? Yeah. Because I mean, I know they put so much constraints on what a writer and artist can do in their books, especially put them um, also like having like it's like a ball and chain on the editors, to, to have them tell what they're um, what the, we what the writers and artists can do and what they can't do. In their books, and I think this is a good way for our, I guess comic books to get more more bolder with their works. yeah, that's how I feel because I haven't seen a far- out comic book since when he tells from the crypt, or not unless you want to count an issue of The Avengers where the century ripped a person in half, and you see his entrails and everything in that shot which was kind of cool. Mm. I got to find that issue though. <laughs> uh, that is pretty much that was pretty oh and the last bit of news before I go into my pick of the week. Comic books um Spider-Man's full movie costume was been revealed and there is like a big backlash on how it looks. Especially, I guess people don't like how the way his boots is. It's red and white. And then his mask has red lens as opposed to clear or silver like um, in the previous Spider-Man movies. Um, So far, a person said this can be the stuntman's suit which will look totally different from the actor's main suit, hero suit. But if this is the costume that Spider-Man is supposed to wear, I am I, I, I can't say I am not looking forward to uh, it. Story wise, I'm still looking forward to it, but character-wise, Spider-Man itself changing how he looks, I'm not looking forward to well, it. Well,
0: like I was I was thinking it was going to the ultimate Spider-Man route right? having like a slim fitting, you know, um costume. But like after seeing the full body shot, oh my goodness, I'm just appalled no, like he has he has fucking sneakers on boots and like but
1: the thing is the we don't know if that is the boots or that's the stuntman's shoes that's the problem
4: yeah yeah
1: i think what go ahead
0: but judging from that picture it looks absolutely horrible but it seeing a final image um hopefully they approve it that's all i gotta think... say
3: or we'll that could get, be a, that could be also while he's in transition to like maybe uh maybe the, the part of the story is is like his suit evolves over time, you know, like in the first Spider Man movie, uh, you know, his suit was just terrible. Okay. And then uh then he replaced some you know, replaced it. <laughs> yeah. I
1: think, I think what they should have done is what they did for Captain America and Thor. Kept everything hush, like don't show anything until close to their releasings. That's what I think they should have done.
0: Unlike Green, Lan- like Green Lantern.
1: Well, Green Lantern showed the trailer, I think, if I believe in November or December, which, which is pretty close to a Super Bowl trailer. But you know, nobody's not complaining about the Green Lantern no more, as far as I can see. It's right now, the whole backlash is like it's going for Spider-Man. And I seen Andrew Garfield in other movies. He's already lanky enough. He's already skinny, so I don't see any reason to, to complain about his body size when it comes towards him playing Spiderman.
0: Yeah, Spider-Man's known for well, Ultimate Spider-Man's known for his very skinny body.
1: Yeah. In... So right now, i don't, I don't see no I don't see no problems with um with Spider- with um the way how Spider-Man looks or Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm still gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. But, God, they need to change that costume before the movie hits. Because, I mean, I swear to God, I'm going to go crazy if they don't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you don't change history. exactly. If you know anything from these movies, you don't change and, and that would be pretty big. You can change Iron Man's armor because nobody don't care because Iron Man wear different armors anyway. You can change Batman's look because we already know Batman's um, look in the comics won't transition well into a movie. So, yeah. don't fuck with Spider-Man. That's all I'm saying. They better, they better backpedal like they did on Infamous too. Change that way Isaac, I mean, that way, um, cool. what the... Cold look when we first saw. Well,
2: him. I it, it might be a little too late now because it looks like they're already shooting it. So I don't think they're gonna reshoot the movie with Cole. They can just put the reprogram- skin it. on him. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, no, I, I was telling somebody I knew um, They can do reshoots if they. St- I, I guess they're gonna be stuck with it.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, they can do reshoots, but for something like the Spider-Man costume, they, they'd basically have to reshoot the entire movie.
0: Well they can yeah. like they can't fix it for the sequel,
1: I guess. Yeah. If it's a sequel. What well, I'm talking about, it's going to get a sequel.
2: Yeah, there's no chance it won't. They they're not gonna reboot it right afterwards because you know they're not gonna let it go. They either have to do a, a sequel or a reboot, which they're not gonna reboot right afterwards. It's not the I'm not sure it's way. not gonna be the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And my pick of the week. Actually, I don't have a pick of the week. Honestly, excuse me. Um, I re- I honestly don't have a pick of the week. That is, uh, for the first time on this podcast, I don't have a pick of the week. How come, Desmond? Nothing interesting came out. If if anything came out interesting this past week, and our, our listeners, they can they can find me on Tumblr. They can find me on Twitter. They can find me on. IGN and Facebook. If you found something this past week that was very interesting to yourself, let me know and I'll rep about it in the next podcast. So far, I've been reading back issues, all my back issues. And I can say, pick of the week from my own collection is going to have to be Wonder Woman. Not the Wonder Woman that came out, that's coming out now, the new issues where she's in her new gear. Um, the, the issues that I'm concerned with um, with Wonder Woman is right before her issue 600 she's working with the Green Lantern Corps because these Green Lanier's been brutally murdered by snakes and she finds out this her aunt from Themyscira is now a space pirate and is killing people on a whole entire planet so Wonder Woman has to go against her aunt and her cousin who is pretty much just as powerful as she is Oh, so they... those it what
0: are they trying to make a movie of wonder woman right now
1: no uh, wonder woman has got approved by nbc oh a tv show and yeah for a tv show and i was going to talk about this because i was disgusted what they're going to do to her but now we're talking about now we're talking now i'm talking about wonder woman um you can see pretty much wonder woman is bruce wayne she pretty much is. She's a successful – she's like Iron Man and Bruce Wayne all in one now. She's an – um, his version, David E. Kelly's version of Wonder Woman. She's um, a successful executive at a, at a company. She's a crime fighter. She already is a crime fighter, but a by-night crime fighter. And she's based in L.A., not in Washington. So she don't work for the government. She don't live in Washington, D.C., so she's based in Los Angeles, instead of where she's pretty much based off of. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. who... So far, most people want Katie Sackhoff from uh, Battlestar Galactica as Wonder Woman. Who was
0: she I from? I say no. Who who was she from Battlestar Galactica? Starbuck. Oh really? She was yeah. cute, but she doesn't look good with black black or brunette hair.
1: I don't want. Uh, I like Katie Sackoff. She's a great actress. She's she's good. I don't want her as my Wonder Woman. No, no. Um, they can get a woman who was
0: <laughs> Jessica Chobot. <laughs> God damn it, Greg. We've seen. No, that's oh, that me, wasn't Josh. me. God damn it, Josh.
2: <laughs> I want to see Jessica Chobot in a massive we've, se- we've seen Chobot in a Wonder Woman costume. She looks great. But like my opinion she on this, that she...
1: Troy.
0: Uh, my if, be- see,
3: see what what's gonna happen is if you mention Jessica Chobot as Wonder Woman, Olivia Munn will have the idea that she could be Wonder Woman, and that oh, would be yeah. terrible.
0: <laughs> this is true. Oh shit! Yeah, she she also wore the outfit too, and done a couple of sketches on an Attack of the Show before she abandoned it. Um, but my She didn't b-
3: abandon it. She wants to be an actor. She doesn't really give a shit about video games. Like, I I totally understand what she's trying to do. I don't. Th- I think her show sucks, but like,
0: whatever. <laughs> But um, my opinion on this that you gotta do a movie on the big three. You know, you gotta do a movie on Batman, Superman, and um, Wonder Woman. Those are the big three but, in DC.
1: But the head of Warner the head of Warner, Brothers, the new head of DC, she's not gonna do that. Her and Jeff Johns talked about that not too long ago. They're not gonna do a Justice League movie or a movie that's gonna involve Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. They, no, they no, was very adamant of that. No,
0: no, I didn't say that they have a movie about the Justice League. I'm just saying that they
1: need to have their own
0: separate movie, that they're the, the biggest characters in the DC Universe. Uh,
1: well, Wonder Woman has not gotten any love movie-wise because I think when, when it comes towards Warner Brothers, they look at other female um, lead movies that didn't do so well. And I, said, I think I said this before, the reason why they haven't done so like, well, they, like don't to, they don't go to the... Um, to for female superhero movie they don't look at the source material at all or the people who writes the source material that's why they don't do so well that's why Catwoman, Electra, Aeon Flux bombed (laughs) yeah they don't go to the people who... Movies with female
2: leads do not do well unless you're Julia Roberts you you can't really make a, a female lead movie do well.
1: I think, I think a female lead movie, especially an action movie, can do very well if they had the right people behind it. Like, I would have loved to see what would Josh Whedon's interpretation of Wonder Woman would have been. I would have loved to see a Catwoman, a Catwoman movie that was actually <laughs> in the DC universe. Not, not no offense to Halle Berry, fine milf, but I swear to God, whoever was behind that <laughs> need to be. But raped by a large inmate or by job.
4: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I mean, God, that was awful. Electra. I blame Mark Steven Johnson and the person who did the spinoff. And Flux. I didn't have it. I, I didn't. I don't remember it because it probably came out when I was a child, when I was real little. It's on care.
0: Netflix. The whole series is on Netflix, so you can watch it. I,
1: yeah, I watched, I, I, I watch it on Netflix, but. Any other one of those movies could have done well if they wouldn't have just had the right people with it. Um, if anyone see, if any of you guys seen the Wonder Woman animated movie that came out from Wonder Brothers? Yes. That would have been a damn good Wonder Woman live action movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. They just need to take her back to her island and have all that action down there.
1: No, not actually. You can It would have been. Yeah, you know, that's eye candy right there. <laughs> uh, island. Full of women, but it was the movie. The reason why that anime movie was great. It wasn't really great to the point people was talking about it, which I was. I'm still kind of mad at the time where that movie came out. It didn't do as well as Batman and Superman did. All their anime movies, and she did very poorly. I have seen the numbers. Green Lantern, Batman, and Superman all made over five mil. She only made up to only four and DVD and Blu-ray sales combined.
0: DC Which, and um Marvel's having a war right now in the um, animated department. Movies. Yeah,
1: but right now DC is dominating because they're putting out more than Marvel is when it comes to animated movie-wise, though. But that Wonder Woman movie could have been... It was the great interaction between... The, the characters Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman but I think the reason why that was so great between the two because they had good actors behind those voices so if they can find two, a, a male lead and a female lead as Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor Wonder Woman could be, actually be a good movie but so far we only, we're going to get a TV series so we can't bitch about no more she's at least, some, she's at least somewhere now where young women can look up to a strong female hero. And with that, we'll lead right into male room.
0: Okay, welcome back. And now we're doing the mail section where we get from our yeah. listeners. Um, the first three crits is going to be from Jay Bolo. <laughs> Thanks for the three credits, <laughs> <answers>, man. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of mail this week, so bear with us, people.
2: Commander Shepard himself.
0: Commander Shepard. This man looks like Commander Shepard in real life, I swear. Okay. Um, yes. What are your opinions on the info they have revealed about the PSP 2?
2: Josh. Uh, uh going back to the uh three D S, uh, I don't really care about handhelds. Um I kinda wanna care about PSP because it's Playstation and I was pretty much originally a, a Playstation fanboy, but uh I just never got into the PSP so I don't see myself getting into the PSP two no matter really what they put out there because it's the same thing. Um I don't play games away from home and I don't really have the uh I'm not never in the situation to so uh, I don't really care.
3: <laughs> well, a lot of, a lot of hardcore gamers don't necessarily have to leave home to want to play a handheld cuz like you've you've got experiences on handhelds that you can't get anywhere else like Peace Walker.
2: Yeah, yeah. I and I I've said before that I I hate it when uh they do that that kind of thing. Uh franchises that are been established on the console getting moved over to uh handhelds i really don't like because it makes me uh they're trying to get you to buy a whole different hardware and i don't have the money for uh any more hardware never mind the games that come out on it and i want to play it on a tv not on a four-inch screen that's basically what it comes down to I've got a 42 inch screen. I didn't go out and pay $1,500 for this TV to play a, a, a handheld with a four inch screen.
1: <laughs> Damn. Well, I think it's going to be awesome to have a handheld that's going to be in four, maybe in 4G. I can go. I do go out most of the time if I can find something to do out. That's so when I'm traveling. I, it'll be cool to have that in my hand maybe tap into my PSN account, play my uh, downloadable games on my uh, on my PSP 2. If I can do that, like if I can play a Sky Program on the road, that would be f- really, really fun. Yeah. So, well, that's and-
2: what a lot of people say. It's like, oh, I, I play it when I'm on the bus, I'm on the train or whatever, or I'm on a plane. Well, I don't take the bus, I don't take a train, I drive pretty much wherever I'm going. I, I'm hardly yeah, ever a, a passenger for anything. Yeah, I have a car, and... It's not like everything around here is really close where I can walk or where a bus is really a, a logical solution. And I fly about once every few years, so it's not like I really have the opportunity to use it. I don't the – only, the only times I go out is for w- work when I had a job and – to like do my normal chores, shopping and whatnot. So, I not gonna walk through Walmart playing a PSP.
1: Actually, I have done that before. It's very <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> That's only when I'm traveling with, with other people and I don't want to yeah, like, tone yeah. people out. Yeah, exactly.
2: I, I don't usually, I don't remember the last time I was in the store with somebody else.
1: But the thing is, though, with me, though, as a person who don't have a car and who travels a lot by foot, um, when I'm on the train or the bus, I need something to, besides my music. I need something to keep me occupied instead of looking at the crazies I see every damn day
2: <laughs> or oh, when yeah, I'm out i waiting. I completely understand that. That's, what, that's why I don't say, oh, get rid of the 3DS or the PSP. I, I, I think they have a, a good spot in the world in the gaming world. I, it's just that I'm not in that spot. I, I, I'm not in those situations where playing them where they're most often played.
1: Yeah, but also what's good about a handheld though, especially like this, you never know when your console might go out and you need to get re- you need to get it repaired for a certain amount of time.
2: I've got you two know, consoles.
1: So <laughs> you never know. Act of God. I may do not believe in other things, and I may not believe in religion or God but an act of God could kick in at any moment.
2: Believe it is me. true, but if that happens, I'd pretty much be more worried about the act of God than <laughs> uh, my PSP.
1: But uh, all, all kidding aside, but it'll be cool if I, with this PSP too, I can tap into my PSN account. Like I think you can do it with the new uh, microphone, Microsoft phone, where you can tap into your Xbox Live account. Yeah. I think that would be cool if Sony could let you do that on, on this PSP. If we can, if that, if if we can do that and then tap into our P S N accounts and pretty much download what we want, I think this com- can compete with that phone and with the 3 D S.
2: something that might get me to uh, buy it would be, first of all, it would have to have the trophy compatibility. I right. I I'm at the point where I don't really start any games if they don't have trophies. I I'll play a game if I've already gotten all the trophies or achievements. Like, I'm playing through Mass Effect now, and I've beaten the game twice. The only achievements that I'm going to get for this entire playthrough is for the insa- Planet on Insanity and my two squad members. That's going to come at the very end. So, but I don't like starting a game that doesn't have trophies. And something that like, uh, Greg Miller's talked about on Podcast Beyond, games like Madden, where you, if you have it for your PlayStation and the PSP, you should be able to pick up your, your season from the PlayStation and play it on your PSP, just constantly go back and forth so that you're always playing the same season. You don't have to have two completely separate save files there, so, and that can go for any game that is on both systems. That Your save file can work on both. If they can do that, then I might be interested.
0: So, um, so Greg, how do you feel about this?
3: Uh I like I said I understand uh Josh's concerns but like I don't think you have to be on the go to enjoy handheld gaming. The one thing uh that I did bring up on Game on Radio as well is that uh the, the market is kind of moving away from handhelds. Like the only handheld that really has any foot in the door and is keeping it there is Nintendo with their 3DS. But I don't feel like that's the direction that Sony should be going in. If anything uh they should just remain a publisher and start publishing for uh... for iPhone and for you know maybe for Android as well but uh... i think uh... this PSP 2 is going to be just as just as successful and not any more successful as the PSP which has been deemed uh... not so much of a a success to be honest
2: not (laughs) in america it's pretty successful in japan though
3: yeah yeah there is that i mean like i'm again i'm just saying for america i suppose
0: well, the only thing I feel about this is that the PSP2 go with 4G, that that's enough for me. Like the online gaming is gonna be hella fun on it, but you don't really want to do on, uh, hardcore online gaming on a handheld system, so it's kind of actually
3: uh, a lot of hardcore gamers game mostly on handhelds, like I, and more specifically uh, the DS. Like I know that there are tons of hardcore JRPGs. And I know tons of hardcore gamers who play more handhelds than they do uh, actual consoles.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like I, I've seen people like at my lunch, you know, at my high school, old high school, get together to play, you know, Monster Hunter. But that Monster Hunter together, but you have to be like in a co- close proximity, and, and um, to play those mm-hmm. games. Um, but like with this, you actually can like just um start matches up with random people.
3: Yeah. No, I, it's definitely uh. A wake up, but I don't think it's enough, at least for the American market.
0: Okay, moving on to the next question about Jay Bolo Commander Shepard. I swear, man, he looks like him with the shaved head and everything. Um, is the PSP go really bad? What games can't be played? Played? Are there really that many? Well, um, I'm starting it off from here. Um, I'm just saying, like, don't the, the only publisher I know, publisher slash developer that I know that does it support the PSP Go? It's really Square Enix, like, and people have been trying to get their Kingdom Hearts games on the um, on the Go. So that's why I have to say about that. Um, the PSP Go was a good idea. Maybe if they launched it, it was launched instead of like having those PSP 1000, 2000, 3000 that was disc based. Then, then i said say it would have been a good idea. But not now, coming late in the game. Um. What do you think, Greg?
3: Uh, Well, you know, I think it could have done just as well as long as uh, every game came out the same way. I think a lot of people misunderstood how things were going to work. Um, I I feel like the idea in itself was a great idea. I just think it was kind of poorly executed. But again, that's another one of the growing pains of the industry. Like, we're we're moving into digital distribution. (laughs) So the PSP Go, maybe not so great. PSP 2 Go, we'll see. You know, that might, be a, that might be done perfectly well.
0: Okay, Josh, how you feel, man? Uh,
2: I think you oh, yeah. pretty much guess. Yeah, uh, I, in, hey. I don't have a PSP Go. I don't have a PSP, so, but I, I pretty much agree with you that uh, it was pretty much a bad move to get rid of the discs uh, so late in the system's uh, lifespan. It, if it was a new launch, if it was the PSP 2, somewhat understandable, but they, uh, as far as I know, they never really fixed the problem of people who already have a game on disc wanting to play it on the go. Yeah, so. I think
3: I think this was almost kind of like a market test, too. You know, like they, the PSP wasn't doing well enough. Uh, well, I mean, again, in America, I don't think the PSP was doing well enough so that it would be a big risk screwing up something like that. So they, they kind of wanted to see, like, you know, how are people going to take this? You know, what is our future like? And I think that, to be honest, it's mostly a success. Um, you know, the only two problems are the hardcore gamers who can sniff out the BS and the people who are way too casual to understand what they're getting themselves into.
0: Okay. Um, Desmond, how do you feel, man? Um, the
1: only reason why I didn't pick up a PSP Go was it's too damn much for me and price-wise price-wise yes it was too much and for me it, it was it just was I forgot how much it was like 300 almost as close to the uh, PS3's price range I don't
3: think it was that and, much I thought it was like
1: 240 240 but... yeah I think it was 250 yeah it's been so long <laughs> either way I disagree with um, that they couldn't grab titles that people want it for the PSP Go and I think that's why it didn't sell that well and some fact that I think people spend all their hard-earned money on UMDs and you can't port your stuff onto the PSP Go yeah
3: yeah but like how many how many people actually had a PSP and thought I'm gonna get a PSP Go I don't think that most people who already had one got one I mean like obviously because some people are complaining that is the case But uh, I think that most people that had a PSP didn't get a PSP 2 or didn't feel any need or a PSP Go, excuse me, and didn't feel any need to.
2: Yeah, well, I I think that's the problem. Uh, You want people who already have a PSP to want to buy the PSP Go because with something like that, everyone who wanted a PSP pretty much had one at that point and you're not really getting any new people. You're targeting such a a select audience there, because you're already cutting out the people who already have the PSBs that way, and those are the people who are willing yeah, to buy it.
3: They they already, but they knew that they had games coming out like Peace Walker and other stuff that would that would help them. And like you said, it it does well in the Japanese market. And I, I mean, I know that they're not as thrilled with that even over there, but uh, yeah. I mean, like I guess it's like really any any marketing and gaming move like. As a business decision, I, this wasn't the worst possible thing for them to do. Um, I, I would say that it's a success, but it's just not a great success. And, and you know, the, the key is to define what a success is. And I, I think that the PSP Go did enough. I don't think that they, they really lost too much on uh, trying that out. And, you know, they, they just they tried to take a cue from Nintendo, and, you know, Nintendo's got the 3D, or they've got the DS, DSi, DSi XL, and uh it didn't work out as well for them, but I wouldn't say it's a failure.
0: Okay. that question's been answered thoroughly. Um the last question by J. is what will Bioware do after Massive Factory? And I would kick it off by saying that they probably would move on to new IPs or you know, go to back to Dragon Age two. Yeah, you know, and um, make another sequel for that. So that that's yeah, what
3: it- I that. I don't think it's the end of the Mass Effect universe, so it may be the end of the... Commit the Shepard of... story. Right. Yeah, that, uh, Mass
0: Effect is a big universe, so I, I think they should continue from that. But then again, you see that <laughs> other forms of media is taking over, <laughs> like comic books. They're doing expansion of the universe through comic books, but I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do from
2: a different character's perspective
0: during, during the video games. That would be fun. Mhm.
2: I think they they're gonna need a uh, all new IP after Mass Effect because, I right, as big of a, a fan as I am of the Mass Effect franchise, I wouldn't be all that excited about uh, a game somewhere else in the Mass Effect universe. Uh, I love the Commander Shepard storyline, and uh, I probably would definitely uh, I, I there's probably no doubt that I would like another game, but it just I I'm a big fan of Bioware. And uh, I'd like to see something new from them and not just kind of taking the, the Halo route of trying to find new games to, to put out for it, uh, making up new stuff and that kind of thing. Uh, I want to yeah. see something original from them that hasn't been seen before, because after three games of Mass Effect, we'll want something else. Well, yeah, man, And we do hey. still have Dragon Age, but even that... At that point, it'll they'll be moving on to the third Dragon Age game. So,
0: but like um, Dragon Age, I mean, uh, Mass Effect is such a big, expansive universe. They got like millions of planets, like different stories going on. I think they still, like, we, we still got places that's unexplored, unseen, unheard of. Um, so I think they can do plenty of stuff for Mass Effect.
2: Oh so- yeah, I, I I think they can I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying that I wouldn't want to see them jump right into it right away. I would like to see them go and to well, a completely different game and see how they do with it.
3: It's hot right now though. And then like another thing too is uh, you know my big thing is if you trust if you trust BioWare as much as I do and as much as you sound like you do
2: oh, I yeah, think I they'll do. go
3: about it the right way, you know. I oh, can't yeah, imagine why. So I, I. I mean if even if they announced a, a new Mass Effect universe game a year after Mass Effect 3 came out, I wouldn't be worried at this point.
2: Oh yeah. I'm not saying I'd be worried. I he asked what we would like to see, and I'm not talking in a business perspective. I'm not talking anything like that. I'm Talking just this is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see something new. And I'm not saying okay. that I, I wouldn't play anything else. I'm saying it's what I'd like to see. Right,
3: right. I misunderstood the question
2: then. Okay, Greg.
0: Now that you understand the question, <laughs> what do you like to see?
3: Um. Uh, a Mass Effect R- RTS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? No. what?
1: now? No. 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 An RTS? <laughs> Real time strategy? I barely got through freaking brutal legend.
3: Okay, but that's no. brutal legend.
1: Well.
2: Yeah, Which I'm by definition
3: sure. isn't isn't completely an RTS anyhow.
2: Is in a way? I I, I don't really I like understand this. what an RTS is. I. Well, actually, Real-time I do. I, yeah, I know. Uh, I have a, I think the only uh, Age of Empires RTS, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I like Age of Empires. I think the only other RTS I played was the, uh, I think it was Mushroom Wars on uh, PlayStation Network. Since what, what about Starcraft? From PlayStation Plus, huh? I've never played Starcraft. Starcraft. No, I've All never right. played it. I, I, I'm, I have very, very little experience with PC gaming. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Desmond, what's up yes. with you, man? What you like to see?
1: From BioWare? Yeah. I don't want uh, do to see another... I don't want to see another... I don't want to see multiplayer, a multiplayer Mass Effect game in the near future. I don't want to see that. That's like turning like the Halo route. I don't want to see that. No. I think from them, I want to see a, mo- a game set in modern times.
2: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. We've got Dragon like, Age set in the past. We've got Mass Effect in the future. We don't have anything Cause, modern.
1: Because I was sitting thinking, I think Mass Effect and Dragon Age are set in the same universe. <laughs> no, 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 because on the real, on the real, because when you, I, mean, we don't, see, I don't know uh, if you got,
0: we don't see elves oh, walking around.
1: <laughs> no, no, let me finish. When you get to that part in Mass Effect 2, where you with Kasumi, if you got her, and you go get ready to steal this item with her, you see the ogres from Dragon Age in statue form. Uh And she comments about, I was like, whoa, I'll be scared to see that Uh, uh, up close in person.
3: I think that's more of an Easter egg than it really is any sort of allusion to... uh,
1: I know, but me, with my geeky mind, I like to think that they're in the same universe. Fair enough. So it'll be cool if they do...
3: I guess... I guess they never really in Dragon Age, as far as I remember, they never really say that they're on Earth.
1: See, but they Sorry. do mention Earth in uh, in oh, really? not in Dragon Age, but they in Mass said that,
0: they called it. Oh, yeah, yeah. they called it Pharrell, did not they in Dragon right. Age?
3: And, and maybe maybe all this magic is really just
0: biotics. <laughs> but <laughs> they have implants for biotics.
4: <laughs> yeah. No 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 no,
3: because Asari actually they have. Biotics as it were. Oh, yeah. Everything else is implants to every other race is different.
2: They they do have implants because you can change their implants.
3: Yeah, you can that uh, Ch-
2: enhance it. Yeah. Right
3: right, enhance it not to give it to them. But the Asari naturally yeah, have bio abilities.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, but, I, I I agree with them with the, the modern age because what there's not really any uh RPGs set in the modern age with the closest exception being Infamous that I can think of. Yeah, so
1: I think a modern day RPG game I think will work.
4: Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, you, there, technically, you've got. Um, uh, you, they had the MMO RPG of The Matrix.
0: Oh, they did. Didn't that get canceled? What now? Didn't
2: that get canceled?
3: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm just. I'm saying it's been done, but like it hasn't been done c- correctly.
2: Okay. Yeah, and not large scale. I didn't even know about that.
3: Well, that was. It was a pretty big deal, but like it just failed. Uh-huh.
2: Well, I, and I'm also not talking MMO. Right. Right. Okay. Fair. That's fine. Just saying.
0: Okay. Okay. Moving on to the last question by Jayla. If you have to choose a date with a really nice down-to-earth and hot chick or a whole new gaming setup, like a new TV console sound system plus five games of your choice, which would it be? A girl, hot chick. A hot chick. And a hot chick or video games, which one would you pick? Anything you want. Greg, I got to start off with you.
3: Okay. Um I would pick the new setup. Like I've got a pretty good setup right now and I've got all the consoles, but uh I suppose it would be nice to have five new games. But like the big reason for me is uh like the the question's kind of weird because um perhaps you have a date with her but is she going to dig you? And, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I
4: I feel like if I don't have days. a date with
3: this this chick in the hypothetical, I can at least find somebody else. Yeah. Whereas money is a lot harder to come by right now than females.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: What about you, Josh? Uh, well, Jayla sent me this question on AIM. She wanted me to say hi to everybody. I forgot to do that earlier, so I'll do that now. Um, Hello, Jay. So- she can't yeah, hear you. Hi, from Jay. <laughs> she can't. Yeah, hear Yeah, she she doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't even matter. I know. I'm She's, nice. She she sent us a couple questions in the past, but she still has never finished an entire episode. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it, it like with uh what Greg said, it kind of depends. If it's a blind date, I'd say easily the video game system. Not that I don't have any confidence, but uh, I really won't know exactly how much I like her or how much she would like me, but. If it's somebody who I I knew and I actually asked out on my own, I'd probably go with that because uh, I'm a guy who's actually gone down like the eHarmony route. I paid $180 for a year-long subscription and uh, I, I got like two dates out of it, and that was it. So it uh, it sounds like something that I would go for.
3: It's a crap deal. Don't they have a a, a guarantee of some sort? <laughs>
2: I think that's Match.com. Okay. Well, um,
0: I don't know. It depends for me. Uh, I'm most likely gonna go with the game system, but if you add on, if I meet the love of my life, then maybe I don't know. It's a hard one. Uh, um, I think I would just go with a whole new gaming setup. You know, if it was a blind date, just a whole new gaming setup. You can meet a girl any time you want. So, yeah, that's my answer to that. Okay, um, Desmond, you asked the question, right? No, I didn't. Desmond, <laughs> what do you think about this?
1: It's a load of crock. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Jay. It is, I mean, what kind of question is this? I mean, you know, y'all three gave out good, good answers. And I'm gonna answer this my way. I know some person right now who fits my my in my innate mind as the perfect girl. We're gonna conquer gonna... the black cat. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? She's <laughs> the black cat. Perfect, but I can't attain. I can't attain that. So I'm all at, I'm all at, automatically gonna pick that new TV console and sound system and the fire games. Because I know I can get that, if that was given to me for free though, I'm not paying for that shit. Hell no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how I'm answering the question. Because I mean, that is that's like a like a loaded gun question or something like that. Shit. shit. Okay. Now this is pertaining to her though.
0: Okay, guys, I guess that's the podcast. Um be
1: sure to wait. wait. Uh, Remember, I, mean I, I, movie had something to say.
2: Oh yeah. This yeah, I, question I, I had Oh go go ahead. You go first. Uh
1: you wanna go first or I might as well you quit. go first. Okay. Um this question was between the last uh episode four. Um what game we was one game we regret not finishing? And I think I gave him some bullshit answer about my nation razor. But one game I do regret not passing is Lupin III or the Third for the PS2. The reason why I regret not passing it, uh, there's a certain part in the game. The game is very complex for a, for a game based off of anime. Um, the main character, if he shoots somebody, it's game over. If you mess up the clues in the game, you would mess up the game entirely, which means you have to re- you have to start back from the gen- from the beginning, start a whole new game. If you mess up one clue, and I did just that and messed up a clue, and I just got frustrated and I never replayed it. So that was one game I never got to see the ending to. Now maybe one day, if I ever have the patience again, re- I will replay Lupin the Third.
2: Okay, Josh. There was actually two things. The first things, real quick, uh, I forgot to mention in the movie seg- segment, uh, what's coming out because we got sidetracked with uh, the mechanic. Uh, the rights also coming out. That's it for that. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was last week uh, I got a lot of shit from Tino <laughs> about comparing uh, Red Dead Redemption and- with Mass Effect Two. Because he kept saying, well, sorry it didn't live up to what Commander Shepard was and everything. Well, my response, I don't know why I didn't think of it at all last week, but I played through and be and sold back Red Dead Redemption before I ever even played Mass Effect or Mass Effect 2. So I, I drew my opinion on Red Dead Redemption. I, in fact, I think I re- traded in Red Dead Redemption to get Mass Effect 2. So I had my opinion all set before I even played Mass Effect 2. And that's uh, that's what I want to say about that. I wasn't trying to compare the two last week. He just kept bringing it to that point.
0: Okay. Um. That's it. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, I guess that's it for the podcast. Make sure you send if you have any questions for us next time. Send it to in the babam podcast at gmail.com dot com. Uh, um, tweet tweet us at the babamers at
2: um twitter dot com. Yeah. And you can find us all on Twitter individually.
0: Yes, I will leave the links at the bottom in the description. Make sure you check that out. Um, Before we leave, guys, do you have anything to say?
3: Uh, Yes. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate that.
0: Yes. It's good to have you back, dude.
3: (laughs) It's good to have you back this time.
0: I'm going to put it up so the world knows you. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, Make sure y'all check out his new podcast.
3: Um, Say the name, Greg. Uh, game on radio. and It's got uh me, uh, quad skater as a lot of people know her, or Melissa, uh, Peachy Anna, Anna, and uh, Nate Heels, who is actually more Chrono on on my IGN.
0: Okay, there you have it, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Baban Podcast. you have a good week.
1: Mahalo.
5: mean nothing to y'all, but I can't get past level 23. So daylight I never saw, I wanna beat this level, mine, never mind. I'm staying inside of these walls, cause everybody's gonna make fun of me. And I ain't never changing my draws, until I beat this level, I mine never mind, yeah, level uh, mind, uh, mind. uh, I suck ass bad. Last name loser, first name season I'm like a broke 360, can't get no achievements Every game I play, my life bars depleted I got less a chance of winning than Sony keeping secrets In the lobby talking shit to haters Ego They chop me up like a hungry gator Tebow Microsoft get me fucking chumps Evil, Played uncharted, got hit with that pump it's the power button, I already know the outcome. Falling off the train, can't get Jacob off the mountain. Lose a line of champs, I can't seem to get around them. Y'all be camping with a tent, I did it without one. Y'all. Nobody's on my friends list, cause I'm talking shit even though my record's winless. I'ma keep filling up until my life is finished. the wackiest player of all time, y'all are witness. Bitches, and I need nothing to y'all. I can't get past level 23. So, daylight I never saw. I wanna beat this level, mine never.